Thank you for joining us for another week of the Bermuda Triangle. We are here tonight to talk about something with a little bit of nostalgia, bring us all back to a time when we're all a little bit younger. More specifically, when we were younger, what we wanted to be. So, that being said, Kev, what did you want to be when you were a little kid? Professional wrestler. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I still want to be that right now, actually. But <laughs> I got too fat and too Man, old. Something tells me, you, yeah, you, you, would, you would break everything. You step into the ring right now with, like, anybody. It just, ah! <laughs> like, how old were you when you wanted to be a wrestler? Yeah. Like, what, what was the age where you were like, oh, this is, it was it four or five? I have, like, fragments, like, frames in my brain of probably eight and below just like snapshots of my life but i remember watching wrestling as a kid before younger than eight and wanting to be that whatever that was that was like larger than life it's like i might as well be watching another planet doing stuff at that age who did who, who did you see was it like the undertaker was it macho man was it macho man hulk hogan rick flair these larger than life characters so was seven-year-old Kevin like on the playground ripping his shirt ah! and pile driving kids off the slide? You know, like looking back, like seven-year-old Kevin was very timid and like scared and like kind of like bullied around. But watching wrestling, that should have been my my juice. That should have been like my. You could have never been a yeah, rat, dude, you that sort of mentality. Why would you even think that you could be? I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, were you were you the little kid in the corner who was just like 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 drawing at recess, no friends? No, it wasn't it wasn't that bad, but it was close. It was it was like in the middle between that and like being like the cool kid on the on the playground too. You know, I was like in the middle. But I had that. a couple bullies in elementary school that I dealt with. What? That. How many how how many bullies are we talking? Two, two specifically. <laughs> I'm imagining like there were like 35 bullies of Kevin, just, like including yeah. a couple teachers. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you fat fuck, do your math homework. Yeah, yeah. There are teachers that are out there. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna fail that fucking loser. He's gonna take second grade again. That'll teach you for being a geek. <laughs> Go study that, dude. I mean, Kevin. Be cool. Kevin, you could have, dude. You could have if you would. Taking the wrestling thing seriously at seven, you could have ran your elementary school, dude. Yeah. You could have like slid on by, passed passed with easy colors, easy peasy. Everyone would have feared you. You would have been taking everyone's lunchables. I mean, dude. I know. You could have been. I know. Like, it's it's the king. Can you imagine if you rolled in dressed like the Undertaker? <laughs> yeah. I a hundred percent. I don't know why I didn't channel that pro wrestler energy until like about sixth, seventh grade. Because elementary school Kevin was very timid. But it's like, why didn't you, Macho Man, like take steroids? Why don't you do all that shit? In like third <laughs> yeah, grade. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't you take performance enhancing drugs when you were seven, Kevin? You fucking loser. Yeah, exactly. That's what all the cool kids were doing. Me and Robert doing that shit. I love the idea of. Of Kevin, yeah, rolling in, looked like the Undertaker. No backpack, no pencils, no protractor, whatever the fuck, compass, whatever the fuck you had 
when elementary schoolers and just walking in the makeup just looking badass oh my god that would be fucking awesome yeah i mean they say don't live with regrets but i 100 percent regret not being more of a like a pro wrestling gimmick in elementary school like channeling that energy and telling those bullies to go fuck themselves you know my dad showed me Die Hard, Evil Dead, Commando, True Lies, all that shit when I was like yeah, those six are like years old. Pro and, wrestler and in the movie. See, and I was goody two-shoes at, <laughs> at school. I wasn't going around kicking ass. What does ass. that mean? Were you like a, I'm picturing like this little like Mormon child. And Jimmy <laughs> no, 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 has not, like not that shorts <laughs> and like a white t-shirt and like a tie that's too short. Yeah, buttoned down. And holding his little Mormon book going to class and... Yeah. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, boys and girls. Good morning, Good morning teacher. Good morning. No. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So so wrestler Kev. That was yeah. The, this that feels was the more idea. like therapy than anything else, but it's good to talk about, you know. So Jimmy, when you were a kid, what did you want to be? Did you have a similar sort of experience as Kev? Um, no, not really. Well, I mean, maybe I haven't really thought about it. Maybe I've just repressed it. But uh, when I was a kid, I really, I, I mean, acting was one of the things, but. I also really, really wanted to be a firefighter. Like, I feel like a lot of kids want to do it. And I don't know, maybe I saw a movie, maybe a backdraft with Kurt Russell. I was just like, oh, I want to be Kurt Russell when I grow up. <laughs> um, almost there. Almost there, Kurt. Um, but, yeah, no, I wanted to be a firefighter, like, really badly. I remember even, like, drawing a whole assignment in school about what you want to be when I grow up. And I just, orange. It was just orange i probably looked more like a pyro than a firefighter when i was like seven <laughs> but uh fire do i even wrote a uh get ready a for poem? this i even wrote no not a poem not a poem i wrote a story called jimmy saves the president and it was about me as a firefighter saving the president from a burning uh white house and the the first one and i was like third grade the first one so much critical acclaim from my teachers and the students and just the county in general that I wrote a sequel called, get ready, Jimmy Saves the President 2, More Dangerous. And this time, Jimmy's in the burning White House, but there's an arsonist in there, like an actual bad guy. No, and, and this was so big. Jimmy Saves the President was such a huge franchise at the time that a friend of mine in, like, fifth grade asked if he could write the third one where Jimmy's a cop saving a, the president. It's so, a fucking, I mean, it's a trilogy? Jimmy's a fire boy. I mean, no, n number two was so much better. It was like Terminator 2 and Aliens. Like, that's how good it was. So, but yeah, going back to the question before I went on my literary adventure, a fireman. Rob, what did you want to be growing up? Yeah, yeah. Let's see, Mr. Smarty Pants. So I want to be a professional athlete. And as soon as we started... Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, we should have fucking known from his poems. I, I am a... I am a boy who plays sports. I'm a boy who plays a lot of sports. <laughs> that's going to shout out to my poetry anthology. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that's like going way – and the thing that really upset me is not until today when I started thinking about what we are going to discuss today that I ever Google what the fucking probability of that occurring would be. Yeah, yeah. So, so what was the sport though, Rob? Just all of them. Like number one sport. All of them. Oh, any – 
and any sport. <laughs> wow, wow. So you gave you you gave yourself the entire spectrum of sports, no, and you it, failed at it all. Was, it was hockey and I think baseball, but then it was just hockey at one point. In my mind now, like this question is pertinent for me because, pardon me, um, you know, with my wife pregnant, I'm thinking about like, okay, if my kid says some shit like this to me. Do I fucking just lay the hammer down and say, just like, well, actually, you have a 0.4% chance that you'll, if you play as a, on a varsity team your senior year, that you'll be a professional athlete, little Jimmy, or little, little, oh, little Bobby, little Bobby. Oh, yeah, yeah. N- n- name your kid Jimmy. <laughs> no, uh, name yeah. little, little Jimmy. <laughs> By the way, Rob, congrats on your baby that's coming. I never, I never got to congratulate you. That's huge. Thank you. We think it's mine. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. There's a point four percent chance that it's yours. <laughs> that 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 statistic is just following me throughout my entire fucking life. <laughs> no, but like seriously. So in my head, I mean, I think you have to, right? As a parent, you need to enable your child, right? I can't just I can't just lay the fucking hammer down and say. No, right. you had to do the follow your dreams yeah, thing you at first. At least. It's like, well, I got a fucking D on my phys ed exam. It's like, oh, shit. Um, phys ed? You got a D? Wait, so, so, okay, so, Rob, so you wanted to be a pro athlete when you were a kid, and, and it became hockey as the, as the idea, right? Yeah. Wow. Oh, my Can God. You, Could so you ice skate? You, yeah, did you play a lot of hockey, Rob? I did. I would, yeah. I would love if you couldn't ice skate. <laughs> I had aspirations of learning how to ice skate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. But, but no, you're, you're right. It, it is tough. I mean, 0.4% chance of becoming a pro athlete, that's nuts. Yeah. Of just that's hockey the, or sports in general? Uh, the NHL. So I, this is how this, I, okay. I started out with professional athlete, and then I, said, I saw Google doing suggestions I was like, all right, well, let's take a let's take a little gander here. So I went down and looked at NHL. I think basketball is even harder, which makes sense. Um, you know, less less players in the team. You know, I feel like it's a more um, a lot more people play it, right? And a lot more schools have it, and all that. So, right. Yeah, I mean, it just in my mind, I was like, damn, like I wish I fucking Googled this and was just like, don't don't fucking do that. Like, cause you're not going to do, you're not going to do that. Right. Yeah. But I mean, even if you were a kid and you go, say you were like nine years old and you Googled that, like <laughs> nothing would stop. When you're a kid, nothing stops you. It's like 0.4%. looks like I got a chance. Yeah. <laughs> 0.4%. Like elementary, like kid Kevin didn't do math. So you even spit out a percentage of your chances of doing anything. It's like that. That's math to me, so I'm not even going to listen to that. I'm just want, I'm going to be what I want to be. So whenever I want to just like distract you or just like fucking put you in a mental pretzel, I'm just going to start using percentages. Yeah, you will see me just fold into a pretzel, like origami. I mean, I did origami one time, and ooh, ooh baby, did not go over well. You only <laughs> origamied once. Yeah, well, well, because when I realized I couldn't be a firefighter, I was like, okay, well, I want to do origami for a living. And then I realized, well, I can't do that. And then I was like, ooh, astronaut. Now we're talking. They're all in the and, same wavelength uh, of difficulty. Firefighter, origami, yes. and astronaut. <laughs> yeah. No joke. No joke. I would. I would. I think I'd be much better as an astronaut than an origamist. Is that what it's called? Origamist. Yes. Is that? Yeah. Is that even a a, a job? 
I'm not origamis. gonna. I'm gonna put myself on the vulnerable platform here. And if there, if origamis is an actual career, I didn't know that until now. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, well, I mean, like, I guess, like, like origami is a thing that is made, right? So that has to be. <laughs> well, I think it's someone like, I mean... who works at like a stationery store. They call themselves that, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm an origamist. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Are you? Do you know what that is? No. Okay, I wanted to be a pro wrestler. Rob wanted to be a hockey player in the NHL. Jimmy wanted to be a fireman. So here we are now in 2021. Where are we? Pretty close. Yeah, no, I I wouldn't say I'm far. I think we can totally see fucking Jimmy just popping out of a fucking cake as a stripper dressed as a fireman. So I feel like that's basically the same thing. I'm way closer to that than actual <laughs> firefighting. No question. Yeah, no, I'm definitely, yeah, oh, I, I, I could be a great firefighter stripper. A disappointing firefighter stripper, but, like, great in the terms of, oh, he doesn't care. You know what I mean? Do you go home after your shift? After your shift? And, mm-hmm. you know, in your shift is just you stripping, by the way. Um, and, like, right. look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, so close. Oh, close. <laughs> yeah. And then you light a little paper towel on fire and just douse it with a like the kitchen sink. Like, man, you're the best firefighter around, dude. Just killing fires. God damn, you're good. Yeah, no, the closest I come to firefighting is if I'm wasted and someone pulls out a like a lighter, a zippo, and I just <sighs> just punch at it. That's the closest I fucking come. That's that's it. But yeah, no, I think I'd be a great firefighter stripper. <laughs> or I could be an actual firefighter who's like a, a firefighter slash stripper, and I show up to burning buildings, and <laughs> before I save somebody, I, I like I like do a little strip show, a little strip tease for them. Yeah. You know, or especially here, here here's, here's where it could come into play, right? So obviously, like, nobody wants to die from fire, right? But I think I could do a service by being a firefighter who, like, if I'm in a burning building and there's no way I can get to a person, I'm like, oh, they're going to die. I can be like, what's your name? The guy could be like, my name's Garrett. My name's Dino. To remember life by. And then I can strip for him and, like, play, play some music. So at least as he's burning to death, he's like, oh, entertainment, distract. This could have been worse. No, this, this was worse. the worst exactly. it could be. <laughs> Yeah, 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 some little girl is just wailing on the ground because you're not saving her cat. <laughs> you're just stripping instead of going into the house. What's your cat's name, little girl? Yeah, my cat's name is Sprinkles. Got you, Sprinkles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like, God, that poor cat. I mean, that poor cat would be very distracted and, like, cat would be like, I've never fucking seen this before. And then... Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cat's Gone. watching you from the window. Feel a thing. Meow. Just loving the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm like the. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm like the uh, doctor. What? What was it? Kevorkian? Is that the guy who would like put patients to you sleep? Mean an right? Anesthesiologist. But no, but I mean like ki- like like killing them, right? Or yeah, but I guess like an anesthesiologist, right? Where I'm like, in a way, taking the pain away as I'm stripping for them. <laughs> Right. That's the last thing they see. It's just, it's just doing this. This is my. This is yeah. The last thing they see is just like rolls of fat, like just undulating, and they're just like kind of disgusting. In a way, but you're yeah, in a way no you are pain. doing the Lord's work. You're taking their mind off the pain that they're currently in. 
Yeah, and if I could save them, I obviously I would. Almost, I mean, they're they're almost at a point where they're like, death death is better than this, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm going to heaven because I think I was already living in hell. <laughs> exactly. Fire. Overweight guy dresses a fireman. And Jim, if you think of if if you think of it this way, Jim. You'd make more money being a successful fireman stripper than a fireman in general. Strippers make bank. Who would pay them? So would we pay them or would it be they people do. who'd pay them? Well, I think I, I'm just picturing like Vegas, like, you know, bachelorette party, you know, Jimmy swinging his junk in some poor girl's face and he's just making poor, poor girl. <laughs> Oh, God. Poor, poor girl. You know, I just feel so bad for her. But at the same time, you're making a lot of money doing that. Yeah, no, exactly. And then, and then, yeah, I can make enough money. Oh, my God. I can make enough money and then finally, like, like put money into making Jimmy Saves the President into a feature-length film. And then, boom, full circle. Boom. And then right you become an, an actor. Yeah, exactly. Then you could be an actor. Then you're yes, exactly. Yeah, it, it only took me like twenty five years to figure it out, guys. But yeah, so I just got to become a firefighter stripper, um, make bank, and then make the movie. Wham, bam, thank Do you. Male strippers make the male strippers clearly don't make as much as female strippers, though, right? Like female strippers, I can make six figures. They can. It's it's been documented. Yeah, especially depending on depending on where you go right. also. Yeah, but he's a fireman stripper, so he probably uh, has a pension. He probably gets a certain number of days off each year. Yeah, killer retirement. He drives a fire truck. Yeah, yeah, in, in Yeah, in this world am I stripping and firefighting at the same time? <laughs> That's a lot of work. I feel I would put you I would put you as a fireman stripper at first and then you work your way you somehow firemen strip your way into acting. Is it getting you, you hot in here? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe you. Maybe you're at a house party and somebody lights a joint and then they flick the joint on the carpet and set a fire and then you douse that fire. But that's as close as you get to being a real fireman, you know. Or if I if I'm at a swanky like Hollywood party, right, and there's a huge like big time producer or Spielberg or someone's yeah. over there, and I can walk over in my fire fighter's outfit and Spielberg will be like. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, fire marshal. Is there a problem? Yeah, there is. And then, and then I strip for Steven Spielberg. That that happens. And then afterwards, I go. By the way, I'm also an actor, and I'd love to talk to you about a script yeah, yeah. that I wrote when I was seven. <laughs> All right, so we're we're in 2021. So obviously, I'm going to be a firefighter stripper. Kevin, what what are your plans to becoming a okay, wrestler? So I work in the entertainment industry right now. So I think I've actually. I apologize, but this is a boring route, but I'm already knowing a lot of what goes on behind the scenes of live television. You make a good point. So, I mean, you work in live TV, you know, you're, uh, you're a stage manager. So, I mean, technically you could put yourself on the map and obviously this would ruin your current employment. But if during a live broadcast, you know, like someone's speaking at a desk and like, well, you know, the thing about this and you could just come in ah, boom, and like, perform some wrestling moves and that'll go viral and then vince mcmahon will be like hmm i gotta get that guy zero wrestling fans will ever see this in their life but jimmy's impression of vince mcmahon is by far the absolute worst impression of vince mcmahon i think i've ever seen in my life 
You sure about that? You sure about that? No, no, no. We're going to... I want to get him. Get him. Get him in the WWE. I don't fucking care. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know. It's like a Sylvester Stallone yeah. McMahon. With my live TV experience, I could, I, could, I could pitch to the WWE that I know how live TV works, and I can do it better than how they're directing it right now. And, uh... I could I could work my way into that way and be like, oh. oh, this guy knows his shit. And then you know you gain your power up in the back, you know, the behind the scenes production world, and be like, hey, you know what? I want to go out there and throw an elbow drop <laughs> on John Cena, and be like, oh, this, oh, okay, oh, this 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 stupid fat idiot wants to like try to work the ropes. Like, yeah, we'll put that on Monday Night Raw. Why not? Our ratings kind of suck right now. Anyway, let's have this guy go out and like, let's see what he does. And then that way, I'm like living my dream. I'm not an exact. I'm not exactly a pro wrestler, but I'm on the show I watched growing up. At least, yeah, and at least yeah, yeah, yeah. once. Like, so you want to at least get out there yeah, yeah. once. No, no, but but smart idea, Kev. So yeah, you're gonna you're gonna come up behind the behind the scenes. In, and you're gonna sneak in. You sneak in, in there. through management. You don't like you bust. You don't bust your ass becoming a pro wrestler. You go in through the back door of of the uh, the production side of things. You know. That's how The Rock did it, right? So. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's not that the rock did it at all. <laughs> Who's the I would rock? I'm doing it the opposite of the rock, where I'd make a lot of money becoming a producer, Hollywood director. Oh, I like wrestling. I'm just gonna work my weasel my way into a storyline. Like you yeah, achieved the the top rank in another industry, and you're probably making, you know, like easily two commas, right? Like you're you're chief and you're doing well. And then you're like, actually, I'm yeah. gonna go be a wrestler. Everyone's like. Yeah, and and it's a win-win because if if Monday Night Raw pops a rating because like like oh shit the producer of like the Kevin and Jimmy Instagram show is on <laughs> Monday Night Raw, <laughs> we'll let this guy go out and be an idiot for a fifteen-minute segment. Yeah, let's do it. So when you first started out talking about all this and like working your way into wrestling, I thought it was gonna be a completely different angle here. I thought you were gonna be like one of those camera guys in the rafters, and they're like camera camera five, get him, and like you're like looking like they're like calling on you to like pivot down with your camera onto them, and you're like I got him. You take your camera off, you jump off the ledge, and you go down and fucking elbow drop the guy as your camera's zooming in, and then like you become the cameraman, and that's your wrestler's name. Oh, oh my god, I would be <laughs> the cameraman. <laughs> Oh my god, that's such good. That's like classic '80s booking, though. Like the cameraman wrestler. Oh yeah, well, and, and it would probably be easier too that way because you know you become a camera operator and then you just fucking go and then and like the WWE. I mean, like I said, that that shit will go viral and it'll be like we got to keep that. The, the audience loved it because it was organic. It came out of nowhere. This is fucking bullshit. Kevin became one of the coolest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, of I forgot time. we were doing a I'm podcast. S- I'm like, wait, we should be entertaining people, but this sounds fucking awesome in my head like, <laughs> no it sounds yeah. great Me- meanwhile i'm stripping for spielberg yeah, yeah. jimmy's stripping <laughs> and being kicked jimmy's out stripping i'm becoming like a revolutionary like i'm bringing the pro wrestling product to the next level rob what are you doing what are you doing as an nhl player <sighs> well i think i'm pretty close i'm tracking pretty well generally speaking um mm-hmm. and what i mean by that is like a guy who played in the NHL for a prolonged period of time and he's since retired. Um, and now he has like bodily injuries and he 
you know, has difficulty doing stuff. Like I just had back surgery two weeks ago. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like. Yeah. And that, that was from. Yeah. It's hockey. Damn, that's, that's right. I forgot you played in the NHL. You had like a nice, what, seven or eight year run? I think it was more like seven or eight months, but yes, pretty. Yeah. I could, I could see myself like literally skating on the ice. Like he's, he did it. He's in like my parents going to the game and then like first shift out, jump over the boards, like, you know, screaming down the ice. And like, I intercept like, you know, a puck, I'm on a breakaway. And this guy catches up to me and he's absolutely just fucking levels me. And like, I just end up sliding, go head first in the boards. And like I'm all sorts of fucked up. And I literally got like 15 minutes of playing time. That was it. My whole career, 15 seconds. Sorry. But oh, like shit. I'd worked my hey. whole life to get to that one point in time in 15 seconds. Totally worth hey, it. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. You know why? Because that 0.4% probability bullshit goes right out the fucking window. You made it, Rob. You made it into the NH fucking L, baby. You're right. Baby? I did. Baby? You did it, dude. You did it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You'd be an incredible NHL like announcer or broadcaster. Yeah, I know. That was an amazing goal. What'd you think, Rob? It was a decent goal. It was a pretty good goal. It was nothing like my goal when the guy checked me from behind, the puck went in the net, and then I got paralyzed immediately. Oh, you're going to be that guy where every single time anyone, anyone wants to talk to you, it's always going to be about that one goal, that one, the 15 seconds. So I was at my daughter's birthday. We, we rented a bunch of ponies, put them in the backyard, and put her on top. I remember that one time. So sometimes people fall off these ponies, get back injuries like I got when I was playing hockey on that breakaway after exactly. I scored. How did you just make my daughter's birthday about your NHL injury? Okay, so ra so coming full circle, holy shit, guys, we did it. We had our childhood dreams, and I think we actually manifested those dreams in a very powerful way. But uh, but we're happy. I don't think so. <laughs> you don't think we're happy? I'm not happy. I don't think I was happy. I'm con I'm ruining little girls' birthdays, telling stories about my 15 seconds on the ice. I don't think I'm happy. Bro. I've been yeah, I've been blacklisted from Hollywood. <laughs> I can't believe I thought that we were happy. Wait, no I thought I was. I thought I was in the clear though. I thought I was like pro wrestler or like management. Oh, no, no, I, I, if anything, Kevin, you are the happiest. Yeah. No, I think question. I won. This thing, I think I won. Not that we're not where they were like making scoreboards or anything, but I think this time I win. Yeah, I made it. I made it happen through the back door. If you know what I'm saying, Ke Kevmo Bevmo, hell yeah, I'm okay with that. And then you can help me and Rob out financially. We have to be yeah, part of your I'll, entourage oh, yeah. because Jimmy's unemployable and no one can stand me. So I need somewhere to go. <laughs> dude, Jimmy, if I'm dying and you're around, dude, I'm I'm calling for that Jimbo at my hospital. Dude, bed. no question. You'll finally see my dick. <laughs> yeah. That I promise you. As you're, yeah, just, on your deathbed, I will finally show you my dick. Is finally the word that you think it means? <laughs> Wait, so what's your song? What do you typically, is it always just like Cisco Thong song? Or do you dance to something weird? Like it's like a Bob Ooh. Dylan song or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dashboard Confessional. Like the fire. But no, I think... um. A Bob like a Rolling song. Stone. No, yeah, Jimmy, I think I think you're more like disco the whole time or like jungle fire or Yeah. Burning down the house. baby, I know, I know, I know. It's an yeah. extra ten thousand dollars. 
It's an extra ten grand if somebody wants to change the song. It's an extra ten playlist. grand for him to keep his clothes on. <laughs> I just picture like when my grandma was in hospice, and I'm like, "Hey, grandma, I love you. You've been the gr- the best grandma anyone could ask for." I'm holding her hand. It's like really emotional, and I say, "I got you something." As your parting, like as my final gift. Yeah. It's. <laughs>